Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, welcome to episode number 98 of the Familypreneur podcast. I'm really excited because today I want to talk about failure. It's a topic that means a lot to me, and I feel like it comes up in my life all of the time. But most recently, it came up for us because my 11-year-old daughter, who is in fifth grade, she has state testing this week. And the morning of the test, she kind of gave me an exasperated look as she walked out the door to go to school. And so I asked her, you know, what's wrong, babe? Have a good day, you know, like put on a happy face. (laughs) And she looked at me and said, state testing, I'm going to fail. So luckily we had, you know, a beat before she actually had to be on her way to school. So I stopped her and I said, listen, number one, that's not possible. All right. You cannot fail these state tests. And you absolutely cannot. They are those, you know, standardized tests that everybody in the state takes. And it's not a pass-fail thing. These tests are a way for teachers in the school district to get a feel, to keep their finger on the pulse of what students are retaining. And I say that word with hesitation because obviously not all students perform well on tests. So you can be very smart, right? And just not do well under the pressure of tests. So I explained to her that, that this isn't really an assessment of her knowledge or her intelligence. This is just a way for the school to get some standardized measurements across everybody. Now, to take it a step further, I've really been trying to redefine how we perceive the word failure. Obviously, we're not going to like eradicate it from our dictionary. It, it's a word and we use it all the time and everybody uses it. But we do need to reframe how we use it and how we perceive it in our lives. So I did a quick Google search because I was just curious what the definition of failure was like exactly. So according to Google, like failure is a noun. And the number one definition, because there are a couple, the number one definition is that it is a lack of success. Let that sink in for a minute. Failure isn't even defined by something unique, by something of its own. It's defined as a lack of something else, a lack of success. So, of course, now in order for me to truly understand the definition of failure, I had to search for the definition of success, which is also a noun. And again, I'm looking purely at the first definition, the accomplishment 
of an aim or purpose. So accomplishing something, a goal. Let's just call it a goal, an aim or a purpose, a goal. So accomplishing a goal is a success. And failure is the lack of accomplishing that goal. But here's the thing. It's only a failure if it ends there, right? Because you could fail. All right, I'm doing the air quotes here. So you could fail. That's never the end of the story. It's never the end because we don't give up. (laughs) Because when you've got that entrepreneurial mind, it's just human nature not to give up. We don't fail We find something that doesn't work. We get to that lack of success point and then we analyze what didn't work and we improve, right? So we pivot, we make improvements, we change our direction. But the only way for us to get to a really amazing, really successful end, the only way for us to accomplish our goals is to take messy action, to take risks, to try, and to not be discouraged by the fear of failure. Because it's through those failures that we make something stronger, right? And the same thing is true with these tests. If she doesn't perform well on this test, let's just take, you know, worst case scenario, she bombs it. If she absolutely bombs this test, they're going to take that information and compare it with the other students who also took the test and look for, you know, for some trends. So if there's a trend of many people bombing this test, she actually helped their data, helped their information by being another person who bombed it. And then the school district can do whatever they do to improve either the test or their teaching methods. Now, if she's an outlier, like she's one person who bombed the test among others, that's still important for the schools to know. They want all the data so that they can analyze that data and make educated decisions. Now, we could go on and on into some of the you know, problems with the school districts and some of the struggles that students have when they don't fit inside the box. In episode number 40, I did talk with Nicole Connell about these struggles that students face if they don't fit inside the box. And my 11-year-old is definitely one of those students who doesn't fit neatly inside the box. So that's a whole other discussion. And if you want to check that out, I highly recommend it. I love Nicole. And that interview is at megbrunson.com slash 40. So you can definitely listen to it there or you can go back and search for Nicole's episode in your favorite podcast player. But back to our discussion. So either way, these tests are important for the schools to get data. And that also lends into why I don't allow my children to opt out of the tests. So I know that that is an option, at least in the states that I've lived in recently, that you can opt your children out of the tests. And it seems to be something that a decent number of parents are doing. Now, we've made the conscious decision not to do this because I want them to learn this lesson, that you're not judged based on your test score, that you can go in and you can do your best and you can try. And if something is difficult, move on to the next question. You may, you know, move on to the next question and then have this revelation a couple of questions down the road and you can flip back 
and answer the question that you passed up. I want them to learn these skills that I believe are going to benefit them in life because not everything, you know, we can't just avoid the things that we don't want to do in life. We still have to do them. So I want them to learn those lessons. I want them to take these tests. But it's also important that they understand that their worth is not defined based on any test results. And they cannot fail. Failure is all in your mind. And instead of feeling the pressure or the sadness or the stress of failure, instead, we take that as a lesson. It's an accomplishment. You put yourself out there, you tried something risky, and you found something that didn't work. And that's amazing because now you know something that didn't work and you likely have feedback or insights that will lend themselves into shifting that perspective, pivoting your idea and forming it into something more successful. I feel like I've said this before, I just can't recall when, but most successes, right? Like the people that you see out there that are crushing it right now, this isn't their first business. That wasn't their first offer. Every single person that I've spoken to ever has a series of failures. Let's prepare our kids to deal with these failures in a productive and healthy way. It's time to redefine how we perceive failure and not see it as such a negative thing or not see it as a thing to be avoided, but something that's welcomed because we know it'll take us a step closer to our ultimate success. If you have a recent failure in your business or in your life and you're having trouble gaining clarity over how this could be reconstructed or how you could shift your perspective to leverage this failure into something positive, post about that in the Familypreneur community. We are a supportive group of parent entrepreneurs raising entrepreneurial kids, and we are all there to help each other rise and to help each other find success. If you're not already a member, it's completely free and totally fun, and you can join at familypreneurcommunity.com. I hope to see you there. I will be back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with new Familypreneur episodes. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Till next week.